Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Would you like to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we love you today. We really thank you, Lord God, for your loving kindness, your tender mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, for all that you're doing for your people. Father, I just pray that you minister in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the word that has charged us already, Father God. We ask that you, Lord God, just continue, God, let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done. Jesus mighty name and we thank you Lord for freedom and liberty that you've given to us help us now and take us further God in your word in Jesus name and bless your people in a mighty way I pray in Jesus name we pray amen I say amen to that everybody welcome back and Dr. Vells the mic is yours sir God bless you brother Shannon it's an honor to be here and we thank God for it Brother Shannon, I want to just begin with a small testimony of the Lord's goodness. Uh, I did not share, but uh, we have been under a little bit of uh, a physical 
condition, Brother Shannon. I had a tumor in my leg. And um, praise be to God, though, I got clearance today. The tumor was was um, benign. It is out. And I'm thanking God for victory today. I'm thanking God for healing. I just appreciate the Lord. It has been a tough battle, but God is good. And so I just wanted to begin by saying we do overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And God is a healer. And he's, he's a right now help. So I want to encourage those that maybe have gone through some things or maybe facing situations, physical ailments, whatever it is, God is on your side. And when you continue to depend on God, lean on Him, He is faithful to His Word. One of the things I can say, Brother Shannon, through this whole process is that we continue to do what God wanted us to do. I had travel. I had to continue to do and move on, press forward, And uh, but God is faithful. We just came from Lake Hamilton Bible camp. We had a wonderful time there, Brother Shannon. The Lord ministered and moved in a mighty way. And so I just wanted to give God glory today. Hallelujah. Because He's so good and He is so kind. I love the Lord with all of my heart. And so we just give God praise for it all. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for the Amen. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. I want to talk about today, Brother Shannon, a topic uh, I have not preached on this in a while. The Lord brought this message uh, up yesterday, actually, and told me to share it. And the title is, Witches Brew in the Pew. Uh, I read this this book several years ago, a long time ago, and it deals with characteristics of witchcraft. Many times we find that leaders are battling things they, you know, people come up against them and they come up against us as people of God. But a lot of times in churches, we find that a lot of times people get in, they get disgruntled, all these things. They don't realize that if they're not careful, they could come under control of the enemy. So that's what I want to talk about just for a little bit today. But just to begin with the definition of witchcraft, it is the unlawful art of imposing one's will over another. A believer who comes under witchcraft can end up in rebellion. And oftentimes people don't realize they have come under people's influence. Sometimes we look up to people and don't realize we could easily come under their influence because we look up to people. We have to be careful that even in our relationships that they stay healthy, they stay whole. And many times people don't realize they come under the thumb of the enemy and its control. So we have to be aware of that, even as leaders, that we don't control people, we don't dominate them, and we do not manipulate. And so we know what happened to Saul. He came into disobedience and ended up falling away from God because he chose to do things his way. But the enemy uses witchcraft to control people and to get them to do things contrary to God's will. So I want to talk about... Uh, some characteristics of witchcraft. Before I go there, let me give you just a few definitions. Number one, we know that 
Divination is the art or practice of foretelling events or discovering occult knowledge by, by means of supernatural powers and the interpretation of omens and oracles. So to divine, you're divining, you're foretelling people that do, uh, um, for example, dealing with uh, tarot cards and, and um, uh, Ouija boards and uh, crystal mancy, uh, crystal balls, all these things to divine. But it's by the enemy. It's not God. So when we talk about magic, it's the use of charms, spells, or rituals to produce supernatural effects, control events in nature, to influence people, and predict the future. Now, black magic is the attempt to produce harmful results, such as misfortune of death, through curses, spells, the destruction of dolls and representing enemies, and alliances with evil spirits. White magic is the belief that occult powers can be used to undo curses and spells to counteract the evil intentions and deeds of malicious gods, demons, and spirits. It's all demonic. And it's not anything that, uh, of course, believers should be a part of. Okay. Finally, sorcery is the ability to manipulate supernatural powers to control others through the use of evil powers. So let's talk a little bit about the characteristics of witchcraft. Number one, witchcraft works through rebellion against authority and refuses to submit to God's designated authority in the earth. Jesus walked in authority and also taught in authority. When the demon manifested in the man in the temple, Jesus did not react to the demon. However, he proceeded to cast the demon out of the man. God has given us authority to teach and preach in his name and to declare the works of the Lord. Knowing this gives us assurance that when we pray according to the word and will of God, demons must obey. The greater one lives on the inside of us according to 1 John 4 and 4. It states this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This lets us know that Satan's power is limited. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. When we walk in the authority that has been given to us, Rebellion and witchcraft cannot have any authority in our lives or in our midst. Okay, number two, witchcraft not only fosters disobedience to authority in others, but seeks after gifts instead of the giver. Many times people get into things because they follow after the giftings and they don't know Jesus. They don't have a firm relationship with him, but yet they're gifted. Gifted is okay, but the gift should not precede Jesus Christ, your relationship with him, and that type of thing. So some believers run here and there after one big name or another instead of going directly to God. 
Oftentimes, too, when you value people, you'll find yourself running to them more than running to God. And whatever they say, because you value them, you take their word. But then what is God saying? What about developing your own prayer life, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit? We must have a just weight and a balance. So we have to be careful that we're depending on God and not leaning on the arm of flesh. Because we could get into big trouble when we do that. So the motivation of their hearts is er is an error because they're not seeking the giver, but only the gift. So again, if we're not seeking Jesus, but we're following after giftings and wanting to hear a word, I just want to hear a word. And people do that. But the balance is, get in the word of God. Pray and ask the Lord to settle you so that you're you have a balance. And this is why when we, you know, we're in a church or ministry, we're under good leadership, we all we have to listen to what the Lord is saying because God will not lead you in error, lead you wrong, but you want to stay balanced. And I'm finding, uh, Brother uh, Shannon, a lot of imbalance in the body of Christ. A lot of imbalance, and it's it can be very grieving, especially when you have to correct and you have to bring people back in alignment with God and they're not wanting to do that you see a lot we see a lot of imbalance and so we have to be careful that we honor authority we honor God but we also honor those that God has given authority to help us and to lead us correctly the word of God declares that these signs would follow the believer in my name they shall cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Number three, witchcraft finds fault in pastors, church leaders, and church policies in order to cause some to take up offenses among the brethren. Another area that is so uh, delicate at times is the spirit of offense. And um, the Lord has given us to do a um, conference next year, and the title is Stay Off the Fence of Offense. And already we have been challenged with that with that topic. We've already been begun to see the spirit of offense and how it will raise up and how people can get angry and just get so hurt and so offended over the minutest things. Some some taking the word out of context. I mean, all types of things the enemy will use to get one in offense, okay? The witch's brew seeks to use the one it has poisoned to spread more poison among the people. When one comes in our midst questioning the leadership, the questioner should be pointed to authority. Matthews 18, 15 through 17 says, it declares this, that when one is offended, he or she should go to the individual in order to get the situation straight, right with the person. And in doing so, healing can take place. There is an order for dealing with issues and problems in the body of Christ. If we would take heed to obey the word of the Lord, it will keep the anointing flowing in our midst. 
and will keep the enemy from bringing division in the body of Christ. Whenever others come to you with negative information about a fellow believer, you should exhort them that love covers a multitude of sins according to 1 Peter 4 and 8. Give a warning against the sin of sowing discord between brethren. This will help avoid a harmful snare to their soul. God hates discord and imposes steel penalties on those who practice this type of behavior. So if you become aware that you have practiced witchcraft in this way, controlled in this way, repent at once. If you get into harmony with those who spread discord among the brethren, whatever chastisement comes on them for their rebellion towards authority, it may also come on you. So this is a warning that we must be careful not to get entangled with with um, dissension and also with disgruntled people. If you find that you're dealing in this type of situation, take the person, tell them, look, we're going to the leader. Let's go to the source. And if they do not want to do that, then you pray about pulling your hand out of it because you don't want to be entangled or ensnared. Number four, witchcraft agrees with disenchanted church members instead of defending church authority. So this brew, this a witch's brew on a person, will not let him or her stand up and defend the man or woman of God. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Be careful how you listen to those who are disenchanted and that you don't take what they're saying into your spirit. Oftentimes, we may not agree, but saying nothing, it sends a message to the one speaking. When you speak your disagreement, the one doing the talking will not, uh, in other words, it will, it will put a doubt there, they will, they'll be quiet. So sometimes, you know, I've seen things happen in churches, been in church a long time. Praise the Lord. But when you have these things happen, you got to nip it in the bud. You got to cut it right there. Praise the Lord. Because that person, will, if they don't want to be exposed, they're going to say, never mind. Oh, no, we don't want to talk to him. We don't want to talk to her. But those are the ones that you need to go to. You need to go to the source. So stop it. Just stop it in love. When you speak, when you speak your disagreement to the one doing the talking again, they're going to stop. The Holy Ghost will prompt you as well what to say in order to bring defeat to the enemy's plan. The Bible says that the enemy is the one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Hallelujah, but Jesus come to give us life and that more abundantly, okay? So we're obligated to take a stand for what we believe. Number five, the witch's brew, questions, undermines, and finally, judges authority. A witchcraft spirit will seek to pass judgment on a ministry. When someone passes judgment on leadership, let it serve as a red light signaling you to stop. Be determined not to drink from that witch's brew, but rather give yourself over to prayer and seeking the face of God. 
allow God to minister to you and keep a pure heart. The Bible wants us to, lets us know that only the pure in heart will see God. And that see God means to understand Him, comprehend Him, know Him, and stay connected to Him. So we want to stay connected to the Lord. We have to keep pure. We have to make sure, hallelujah, that what we're listening to, what we hear, what we take in is healthy. And if it's not, and there's contamination, and we don't deal with that contamination, we could become contaminated as well. We just ministered um, a message on about guarding your mind from contamination. So our mind has to be renewed. We must understand the importance of the armor of God, you know, putting on that helmet, keeping it on so that we're secure in the Lord, so that the enemy cannot get in. Our mind has to be renewed every day. And the Bible talks about washing, the washing of the water of the word, being renewed, keeping a stayed mind. All of these things will help us to stay secure in God and to stay level in him. Number six says, witchcraft rebels against parental authority. Witchcraft seeks to punish and retaliate. Now, I'm, we're seeing a whole lot of rebellion, even in children, where they don't want to uh, listen to their parents. They want to do their own thing. It's not always the case, but there are cases when it is. When children, all of a sudden, they think that they're better than their parents and they can do what they want. And But whenever you rebel, you run the risk of getting into a lot of trouble. So these things, you know, wanting to control their own lives, all of this is, is seeds that the enemy will try to plant to even to get into our young people we have to keep them covered we must keep them pray we must pray over them all right the witch's brew doesn't like to be put in its place where truth is put on now truth exposes error truth is light we're to walk in the truth we're to wear the belt of truth we're to have truth in our inward man our inward woman we're to walk in it Hallelujah. So when Jesus comes in, that's light. It expels the darkness. The darkness is, is exposed, but it also goes away because light comes in. And we want the light of God in our lives. We want the word of God to flow. The truth of God, sincerity, um, excellence, you know, truth, all of these things it must be in us and we must walk in it. So the witch's brew does not like authority tell, to tell it anything. There are people that don't want to be told or corrected when they're wrong. You know, they want to walk in their own ways. And so we must be careful even with our attitudes, our behaviors, how we act, how we conduct ourselves. Praise the Lord. Because um, I was told this when I was a little girl. As long as we live, there's someone that we may have to answer to. And so we can do it in the right way. Now, I'm not saying we do things wrong. We should not compromise. No. When it comes to God, we take a firm stand. We do not compromise. Hallelujah. We do not compromise the truth. We do not take down from what God's word says, but there's still a way to do it. There's a proper way. Hallelujah. And God is giving the people of God boldness in this hour. He's giving us how to be tenacious and stand. And the Bible tells us when we've done all, we are still to stand. Hallelujah. Amen. And that means even being 
fully clothed in the armor of God, ready to fight if necessary, ready to war because we are winners. And I want to encourage you, uh, the people of God today, to let you know you are a winner. Hallelujah. You are a winner and you want to stay on the Lord's side. You want to stay on the side of right. Hallelujah. And if you're in a battle, someone may be in a battle right now, not knowing what to do. The Holy Spirit will give you wisdom. He will speak a word in season. Hallelujah. And he will let you know exactly what to do, how to do the whole nine yards. So when you depend on God, you trust him and you rely on him, you will not be disappointed. Hallelujah. Because God comes to our rescue and the peace of God. Glory to God will keep you. The peace of God will settle in on you. My God, God gives us his peace and it's not like the world. So be encouraged and know if you if your peace has been disturbed, settle yourself, stable yourself out. Get with God because you want the peace of God. And Jesus said, my peace I give you. It's not like the world. Glory to God. And that peace will push you forward. Glory to God. That peace is what will keep you. That peace is what will give you that stability. Glory to God. To keep running your laps. To keep obeying God. To keep doing what God has called you to do. Even in the face of opposition, ridicule, scandal, whatever may be coming at you, beloved. God will keep you. God knows exactly what to do. So be encouraged. Glory to God. You stand bold in him. Don't let fear get you. God did not give you the spirit of fear. He gave you power, love, and a sound mind, a secure mind, and a stable mind. So you stand fast in the liberty that God has given you. And don't be entangled. Don't be encumbered with the world. Don't allow bondage to come back. Don't allow the enemy to wrap you up and tie you up. Glory to God. But you know this today that God is with you and he will keep you. He is so faithful. So remember this. Let me get back to this. My God, I thank God for the anointed today. Witchcraft is also rooted in rebellion. Okay. Now, Exodus 20 and 12 says we must honor our parents so that our days will be long on the earth. That honor means to respect them. It doesn't mean to talk back. It doesn't mean to be, you know, uh, have a vicious attitude. No, we're to honor and we are to respect. Glory to God. Number seven, witchcraft promotes a mixed spirit in the church. Witchcraft, if left to spread, it will bring division. When children are rebellious, they're susceptible to spewing the brew on their siblings. In other words, getting ones on their side. That's what Absalom did. He rose up against his father. He did not agree with his father's dealings with what happened with Amnon and his sister. He did not agree with how he handled it. So he took matters in his own hands and he killed his brother. But then he went on to a revolt and then began to get people to side with him. Before you know it, he's calling himself the king and trying to take over. And he really led people astray. And that spirit of Absalom will do that. It will get people that are disgruntled, whatever the case may be, to to side. And before you know it, a, a ministry is split. 
uh, congregation is split and it brings a lot of a lot of hurt, a lot of division and, and a lot of mayhem. And so this spirit is very, very uh, vicious, but it starts as a result of, of being upset, being angry, not forgiving moving on into bitterness, moving on into revenge, and goes on and on. So some children, they get caught up in a spirit of rebellion incited by another sibling. When children misbehave and um, parents are informed about it, the parents are frequently snowed by their children's insistence of innocence. They never believe their own children are at fault, refusing to believe anyone else who comes to them with a report of their children's behavior or misbehavior. And a lot of times we have to understand, even our children do things wrong. There are some that's, nope, my my boo-boo or baby wouldn't do it. Glory to God, somebody else did it, only to find out boo-boo did it. And so we have to understand that, yes, sometimes our children do things we don't want them. We don't want to be put in that light. We don't want them in that light. Glory to God. It goes also in the church. Okay. No, baby would never say that. You know, Mimi would never say that only to find out Mimi did say it. So we have to understand that these seeds, the little seeds of rebellion and these things rise up and the very one you think would not do a thing or say a thing is the very one that does it. So the Lord will flush all of this out. And there's this message here I, when the Lord told me to uh, speak this. I said, oh, Lord, you know, this is a, this is something, you know, do, do we have to do this? He said, yes, you do. <laughs> Praise the Lord, because these things are happening in the body. They're happening in the church. But God wants to, again, I want to say this one more time. God wants to bring healing to us, wholeness to the body of Christ. So when things are going wrong, we have to get to the altar. Glory to God. We need people, men and women of God, that will stay in the prayer closets. Stay before the Lord. You want the enemies tactics, schemes, tricks, and wiles aborted. And it comes through prayer. The Lord will reveal when things are going on way underneath the ground. We don't know what's rumbling, but the Lord does. And this is why he stirs us to pray. He stirs us to stay on the wall. He stirs us to seek his face. Hallelujah. All right. I just have some more here. Number eight, witchcraft tries to destroy the anointing through sexual violations. Now, witchcraft will get on the platform through adultery, homosexuality, or perversion. Now, there are those in the church, and some people feel, I can do what I want, and God will forgive me as long as I say I'm sorry. Well, it goes a little deeper than that. When you open these, these doors to the enemy, the enemy comes in in an unhealthy way uncleanness, lasciviousness, and then this stuff will spread if it's not taken care of. It's got to be uprooted, okay? Um, People control people through these areas as well. It's not right, okay? Just saying you're sorry and, oh, God forgives me and God loves me is not enough. You must repent, and sometimes people need to be taken down when they're in these types of Um, arenas and many times people feel you're judging you're being mean being hateful no we're not being mean 
We're not being hateful. Glory to God. But sin, you cannot tolerate these type of behaviors, especially in the pulpit. Okay? Glory to God. In order to get God's forgiveness, you must genuinely repent. Turn. Okay? God will not be mocked by habitual sin. When a leader commits sexual sins, no matter how secret he is with it, he or she, they know the truth. Amen. When you stand behind that pulpit and man of God, woman of God, whoever you are, glory to God. If you're in this type of thing, God sees and he knows he loves you, but he does not love the sin and God will correct. Hallelujah. And he does judge. He does pull down. He pulls covers off. And he's pulling covers off all over the world. There's exposures that take place because God is a loving and a forgiving God, a just God. But God does not tolerate this type of thing. And we have to understand that that these things are wrong. God is grieved over it. And the church is full of it. And God is going to clean up his body. Hallelujah. We have a responsibility that what comes forth to the congregation is pure. Amen. The word must be pure, but our lives must be pure as well. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. Because, you know, young people are very impressionable. So if they see you doing wrong in the pulpit, but yet you're justifying it, that's going to spread the bad seed. That's going to say, well, I can do what I want to do too. Or to say, if that's what church is, I don't want it. So we have to make sure that the Bible said, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify the Father, which is in heaven. So much prayer must go forth before someone is placed in a position on a platform or in leadership. I'm going to share a brief testimony of when we were, this was years ago, and we uh, put someone up and they did their trial sermon. And right after they did their trial sermon, they posted their picture on Facebook in their suit and all. But this person um, was drawn to a, a woman that was married and this person was married. And when we found out about it, I immediately took authority over that and said, no, you guys, this is wrong. That person got upset with me, left the church, turned, did wrong. That couple ended up divorcing each of their mates. They got married, but that marriage did not last. It did not last because it was not founded on God. It was all wrong. And we have to challenge people and tell people the truth. Many times, leaders, you may stand and you tell the truth and you may get hit for it. They may turn on you. But you stand for the truth. You stand in love. Don't compromise. We didn't compromise. Today, one of the, these parties, I don't even believe is in church. The other one got themselves together. It took a little bit, but they got themselves together. And thanks be to God. God is a healer. God is a restorer. He knows exactly what to do. And and one of the parties involved did contact us, apologize, all of this got their life right. And so, you know, God wants us to repent when we realize we did wrong. Hallelujah. God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. 
but he's a just God. I'm saying it again. Hallelujah. So a lot of that, you know, came from control, came from bitterness, came from whatever it came from. But yet and still, this enemy will destroy you. It will attempt to destroy your life. If you find that you're on that type of road, get off that road. Get Get to God. Get help. Hallelujah. And know this, that the Lord will help you. He's a present help. Hallelujah. In the time of trouble, God knows and sees all things. He will help you, beloved. Get help. And know this, that the Lord will bring you out. Glory to God. So we also have an obligation and responsibility to protect, again, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Number nine, witchcraft uses the supernatural to infiltrate spirits in the church. So you must not go by miracles alone. Yes, the Lord will, will, will do signs, wonders, and miracles and, you know, all this stuff. But don't follow those signs. Don't follow those miracles. Don't just say, oh, I know this is God. That's God. No, you settle down. The Bible said, try the spirits to see if they are of God. Glory to God. Everything we see is not of God. Satan has lying signs and wonders. We have to go by the anointing and the anointing, the word of God. We have to mind the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. When Jesus does something, it will leave peace in your heart. Glory to God. When the devil does things, no, there's a whole difference about it. You, I have been in services where it looked like God was moving, and I knew it wasn't God. And I said, Lord, what is going on here? And people were jumping and going and all this and that, all caught up in emotionalism. But the Spirit of God was not there. You've got to be led by God's Spirit. Hallelujah. So we have to be careful, okay? Number 10, witchcraft gives directional prophecy without submitting to the governmental authority of the local church. If someone prophesies to you and refuses to submit to God's designated authority in the ministry or church, be careful how you listen. Because if people are not willing to take that and submit it under, be careful. You have to be careful of that. A true man or woman of God will not mind submitting the word to authority. Sometimes you may get a word and even... What I do when I'm in churches, I don't just take for granted that I can just minister to the people. I look to the leadership. And then you have to, and sometimes I'll say, can you come with me? Is it okay if I share this or this? And if that pastor says, no, I, I won't do it. I will not share. We have to be careful how we minister. We come under authority. As I am even here on Omega Man Radio, I'm under Brother Shannon's authority, I thank God for this precious man of God. We never take authority and just assume that we have it. Praise the Lord. We have to, you know, my words have to stand into accountability. If anything comes into question, I have to stand in accountability. And as a leader or as a minister, we must do that. Sometimes people don't want to do that. And you run into trouble when you don't come under authority. So beware of those who minister to you in secret, but will not do so openly. Be careful. 
Okay, and finally, I have one more. Number 11, witchcraft uses prophecy to control, manipulate, or impose its will on other people. Anytime there is an exchange of money for spiritual favors, you know, such as, well, you give me $100, I'll give you a prophecy. You give me $2,000, I'll give you. Be careful. Be careful of that. No, we're not to use money to give words, we're not to bribe people. We must be very careful. I think it was Simon the Sorcerer who asked to give money for the Holy Ghost, and Peter rebuked him. He says, no, you are, that is not of God. You're corrupt, in other words. So we have to be careful, okay? So you can read Acts chapter 8 if you want to know more about that. So we want to stay in alignment with the word of God. Hallelujah. So the basic sin of witchcraft is rebellion against the commandments of God. When we fail to choose God's way and stubbornly refuse to give God his rightful place in our lives, we open the door for the enemy to take up residence in our lives as Saul did when he disobeyed the Lord, when he stepped out of his position and offered the sacrifice instead of waiting for the man of God. His disobedience led to his downfall. If you are going about doing your own thing without submitting to authority or consulting God, it is as odious to God as if you were drinking blood in a witch's coven. God demands to be number one in our lives. He will not take second place. So if you find that you have been deceived by a witch's brew, I encourage you to ask the Lord to bring deliverance and healing. Hallelujah. Find out where the open door is and close it. Ask the Lord to go to the root and to destroy it at the root. Get cleansed, healed, and delivered. Jesus, beloved, came to set the captive free. There is nothing that God cannot deliver us from. Nothing. No bondage, no hinder, nothing. God is a deliverer and he is a healer. I want to pray. Praise the Lord. I just again want to encourage you. If if the enemy has, has done anything or is in, in bombarding you in any kind of way, I am imploring you today to get to Jesus and know that Jesus will help you. Jesus is your help. He's your hope. He's your all in all. And we thank God for the liberty that the Lord Jesus gives us on today. Father, we come to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. First of all, repenting, repenting of sin. Right now, Father, if there's any open doors, we ask for forgiveness and cleansing, that you will close all doors to familiar spirits, any spirits of divination in Jesus' name, even going in our family line. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you destroy the curses that may have come down through the generational lines in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we ask you to cleanse us from all contamination with demonic activity involving familiar spirits. We bind all necromancy, communicating with the dead in Jesus' name. The operation of mediums, peeping spirits, muttering spirits, clairvoyance. 
We bind all false prophecy and passivity of the mind. And Father, I also take authority over anger spirits, bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness in Jesus' name. We bind all astral projections, confusion. We come against confusion in Jesus' name and counterfeit spirits in the name of Jesus. Deceiving spirits and spirits of error in the name of the Lord. We bind all false healings and false prophecy, false submission, false tongues, false burdens and false visions, fear and fortune telling. We bind false words from horoscopes and astrology. We bind all lying spirits and mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind all traces of divination and witchcraft, familiar spirit activity that is operated in the lives, in our family lives, in any of our lives, Father God, anything that you bring to the minds of the people of God, help them to repent, renounce it now in the name of Jesus. We bind all word curses in Jesus' name and we take authority over and we bind black magic, character assassination, charm and controlling spirits, deprivation of character, and hexes in Jesus' name. We bind all interference and interceptions, manipulations, and even misunderstandings. We bind that thing with the enemy with twist people's words in Jesus' name, manipulating the mind. We bind those spirits now in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind all psychic activity and speculations, superstitions, victimization in the name of Jesus, all voodoo and white magic. We bind all ill-spoken words and malice in the mighty name of Jesus. We take authority over these things now in Jesus' mighty name. We loose the Spirit of God to operate in our lives to bring wholeness and healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for total and complete freedom from our residual and operating of witchcraft and divination in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Father, for freedom from word curses spoken by those that would attempt to do harm in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, even prayers, Father, that's not seated from you. Father God, we rebuke those things in Jesus' name. We command those words to fall to the ground, be null and void in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we ask you to heal your people from all that is caused wounds and afflictions in Jesus' name. Forgive us, O God, from walking in control controlling our children, spouses, friends, and other family members, church members, whoever it may be, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind and break up that spirit of control, manipulation, and domination in Jesus' name. We loose the spirit of God to go forth in our lives. Renew, O God, the people of God. Renew our mind in the name of Jesus. We bind our residual from Jezebel, Ahab's spirits, Cain, Chorus, Absalom spirits to be gone now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I even come up against all disgruntlements in Jesus' name, bickering spirits. Be loose from the people of God. Be free now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that your truth will prevail 
We thank you now, Lord God, for covering us with your blood from all demonic tracking and surveillance in the mighty name of Jesus. All trackers, all scanners, all peeping spirits again and muttering spirits be bound in Jesus' name. Close down the demonic eye in Jesus' name, that evil third eye in the name of Jesus. Close it down now. All tracing spirits be bound now in Jesus' name. And I send confusion to the enemy's camp in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that the enemy's plans, tactics, schemes, and wiles are being aborted right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you will help us to walk in your truth, to wear your truth, and stay under the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for revealing truth to us, O God, so that we may be free and stay free in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for all things right now, Lord God. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the lives of your men servants and maid servants for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. I pray strength for the people of God right now. I pray, God, that you will undergird your In Jesus' name, those serving, hallelujah, pastoring and leading the people of God, we pray strength for them now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that they will continue to go forth for the advancement of the kingdom of God so that your will will be done in the earth. And God, we thank you and we praise you for it all in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory today. We give you praise. And I pray here. Healing God for your men service, maid servants, Lord. If there are anyone listening that is sick, I pray healing for them now. I pray, God, that you go down in their bodies and you provide healing, Lord God, because we know healing is the children's bread in Jesus' name from all types of infirmities, sickness, and disease in Jesus' name. We come against fears, we come against anxiety, we come against worry. We come against stress now in Jesus' name. We bind even rejection spirits in the name of Jesus. Emotional things that would cause sickness and pain. Father God, we bind in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for setting your people free today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, God. And we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor for it all right now. Continue to minister and have your way in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. We love you so much. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Great word today called Witches Brew in the Pew. And my friend, give out your contact information. How do people reach you and how can they support your ministry? Okay, so the best way to reach us, Brother Shannon, uh, the people can, uh, first of all, contact us by email, setfreeblackwell.com at gmail.com is our email address if they want to send uh, questions, comments if they would like to uh, donate to our ministry or support us go to setfreeoutreachministries.org we do have a donate button there they can uh, give us through give through PayPal and I appreciate those that do Brother Shannon have supported and do support I say thank you and God bless you all even just listening and praying for us praise God we hear quite a bit even coming from Lake Hamilton people that listen to the broadcast Omega Man Radio and I always encourage them to continue to listen amen so many great men and women of God here we thank God for 
for it. But also, uh, let's see, we have Cash App, dollar sign Deborah A. Vales. If anyone would like to give by Cash App, uh, you can do that as well. And we thank God for it. We appreciate you all so much. Uh, but setfreeoutreachministries.org, you can go there, find out about our ministry. Our email again, setfreeblackwell at gmail. Dot com. If anyone would like to be um, a part of our YouTube channel, Apostle Deborah Vales is our YouTube channel. We're on there Monday through Friday. We have our prayer going on every night, Monday through Friday. We're up at midnight, and so they can go there. All of our um, ministry um, tapes is there, and we're beginning to stream, and all of our services on um, Apostle Deborah veils and i love you all so much and i thank god for you my friend thank you for coming on great word we'll see you again real soon